0: Welcome to Always Abounding. This podcast will encourage you as a believer to continue on and always abound in the work of the Lord. Now, your host, Keith Stensis. Once again to our podcast, Always Abounding. And I hope this podcast finds you always abounding in the work of the Lord. The Bible says in First Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 58: Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And I hope that you're always abounding in the work of the Lord. This is your host, Brother Keith Stensis, here in this podcast, Always Abounding. And uh, I hope this podcast finds you well serving the Lord Jesus Christ and doing everything you can, wherever you might be listening from, uh, to do your level best to further the kingdom of God. And uh, boy, I tell you, this world that we're living in today, the more I uh, watch the news, and the more I listen to what is happening in this country of Uganda and uh, countries around the world, uh, we are in a mess, and that's just the fact. We are in a mess, and uh, and we should not be surprised because that is the result of sin. That is a result of the curse on this earth because of uh, the sin of Adam and Eve, and so we should not be surprised that things are getting worse and worse. and And uh, the th- the thing is this: I want to encourage you not to be looking at. Uh, other things like government or uh, medicine or any of these other things, these things are not going to solve the problem. They're not going to make things better. Um, People today are, you know, crying peace, peace. The Bible says there is no peace. Uh, You cannot have peace without uh, Jesus Christ. And so uh, more and more we need to be doing what the Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter number 12, looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith. And uh, if, if nothing else has happened through these last year and a half, especially uh, what is going on here in Uganda right now, it has caused me as an individual to look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, and trust that he knows what is going on. He knows what is happening. And uh, I tell you what, I am just so blessed. I cannot imagine living in the world that we're living in today, uh, not having any hope. Uh, the Bible says there are the, those in this life who have no hope. I cannot imagine living a life with no hope. And yet that's what the majority of the world lives. And that's why uh, they're looking to government for the answer. They're looking to education for the answer. They're looking to medicine for the answer. Uh, anything they can do to try to sustain their life, to try to make their life better. And, uh, and, and even if those things could give you temporary uh, reprieve, Uh, the fact of the matter is every one of us have an appointment with death. Every one of us are going to stand before the judgment uh, one day. And uh, if if we're not ready for that, if we're not preparing ourselves for that, uh, then we are going to be in serious trouble. And uh, so I hope and pray that uh, we can live our life for the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, We have uh, been uh, just doing all kinds of things here and I just want to I want to take today if I could in this particular broadcast and and uh, just to kind of bring you up to date with what is happening here in Uganda and uh, kind of give you an idea of what we're going through what our churches are going through and uh, just to kind of bring you up to date with that and just really really ask that you pray for us uh, because uh, things are are very very tight here and uh, the, the verse comes to mind when I was thinking about uh, this particular be- broadcast that we're doing, uh, the verse came to my mind in Second Thessalonians in chapter three and uh, verse number one and two. And I want you to really consider these verses. The Bible says, "Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified, even as it is with you, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men." For all men have not faith. Uh, When I I look at those those two verses, there's two requests there that Paul is asking the Thessalonians for. The first one is that the word of the Lord would have free course. Uh, that the word of the Lord would be able to continue on, that it would continue to abound, that it would continue to move forward. And then secondly, uh, his second prayer request is that, uh, that we would be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. And uh, in this podcast today, I just want to share my heart with you and, and, and basically ask that you would join us in these same two prayer requests. Uh, We are living right now in the the middle of a very extreme lockdown. And I know that there's places in the world that might even have stricter uh, requirements, but we're living right now in a very uh, strict lockdown. Um, right now, currently, uh, we cannot move in any private vehicle. We cannot move in any public vehicle. There is no crossing of district lines. Uh, everywhere you go outside of your house, you have to wear a mask. Uh, there is no uh, gatherings of uh, of any kind. Uh, they don't allow people to gather. Um, right now in our town, and, and, and it's this, this way. I read this in the paper the other day. It's also in other towns. Police are moving around the street in uh, in their vehicles and uh, looking for people who are breaking these uh, these mandates that the president has put out there, and uh, people are being fined, or if they're not being fined, they're being extorted uh, by the police uh, to try to get money from people uh, who are uh, not breaking or who are breaking the law or breaking the mandates. And uh, so it, it's a very, and, and I know that there is going to be people that, uh, you know, missionaries that are in China, missionaries that are in, in countries where it's very close to the gospel, and, and they might say that, you know, they go through this all the time. But I really feel uh, in these last few weeks that this is uh, kind of a taste of what many times these missionaries have to go through all the time. I mean, everywhere you go, you're wondering: are people going to talk, or are they going to tell on you? Are they going to report you? Are uh, who's uh, a plainclothes policeman, who is a real pol- uh, policeman? And you know, every time I go into town, uh, you're just wondering if people are watching, and and it's just a constant pressure of. Uh, you know that that state that is looking uh, to find something wrong uh, with their people, and uh, and it's it's a very sad state that we're in. It's a very discouraging state that we're in, and because of that, uh, they have locked down all churches. Churches are not allowed to meet, and uh, and so we've had to find different ways to meet and encourage our believers. I just got back this morning uh, from uh, one of our villages nearby, where we are discipling somebody, just trying to encourage people in the Lord. We've been helping our people with food uh, because a lot of our people are not able to uh, get a hold of food. Uh, they're, you know, because they're supposed to stay home. They don't let people coming from the villages come into town unless they have a very good reason uh, for doing it. They're trying to keep people in the village. And, you know, they you can dig in the village, but there's also other things that you need. There's other things that you need to get a hold of to be able to survive. And uh, so we're, we're, our people are suffering, especially up in the north. We work with uh, uh, several pastors up there, and uh, they're not able to get into town to get the necessities that they need. And so they're suffering with uh, getting food as well. And so it's a very difficult time here in Uganda. But uh, I will say this, though, that I am so grateful that we were able to finish uh, our last TBI, our Triannual Bible Institute. And if you remember, I talked a little bit about that and uh just uh, explaining that we went we were getting back to the basics we were encouraging uh men to get back to the basics of preaching the gospel of jesus christ and then once people are saved once people are born again then discipling in them and helping them to grow in the lord uh in that regard and and the men got excited and just right after tbi you remember me telling you this, people were getting saved we were going out in public ministry and uh it was just so exciting to see uh uh, our men just being challenged from the word of God and taking what they've been taught and uh, going out and doing their level best to be obedient to the lord's command and uh, then the lockdown took place and and I was afraid and I was really worried and discouraged that uh, you know this was going to pour water on their excitement and and what was going to happen but I'm telling you what we have uh, we've been locked down now for about four weeks and uh, we've got about uh, three weeks to go in the current lockdown. He, he locked us down for a period of for about 42 days and then he extended that. and uh, but I'm telling you what every single week, uh, in this lockdown, we have been seeing people saved. And uh, our people are still actively uh, working discipleship. They're still having people meet them for discipleship. We're going to their homes. We're taking them food. We're doing everything we can to encourage people. And uh, I was just talking with uh, Pastor Paul, Sarah, and Joji just a few minutes ago, and two and three of our guys went to a, a place just on the outside of town just yesterday. And uh, they were out witnessing and, and saw three people. Come to know Jesus Christ as their Savior. Uh, this last Sunday, uh, we uh, we organized. We had three men that uh, some of them I'm discipling, some another person is discipling, and uh, those three men came and uh, we were able to baptize them uh, in our church. We just got a few people that uh, live on the church property here and uh, brought them in as as witnesses to witness the baptism and uh, baptized three men there. Those men are excited about uh, serving the Lord, and so. It's just been a blessing to see the people continue with excitement. Yes, we would like to meet together. yes, we would like to be in the churches and uh, but uh, it is right now it's it's very dangerous. I mean that people are being literally beaten uh, they're literally being pulled off of their porches if they don't have a mask on and and uh, it's it's just a sad state right now. people are really fearful and uh, just recently we had uh, a, a police vehicle park outside the church and my assumption is they're just you know checking up on churches and making sure that uh, we're not having any type of gatherings or anything like that so it's it's a it's a difficult time and it's a time we've had to learn to adjust it's a time that we've had to kind of uh, get some different uh ways of looking at things and uh, different ways of doing things. We've had to be creative in a lot of areas, uh, but it has been such a blessing to see our people continuing to be excited about winning souls, uh, continue to be excited about seeing people baptized, continue to be excited about seeing people saved. Uh, We've got another lady coming up this week who's going to be baptized. And so we're excited about that. And so God is still working. God is still doing a work here. And so I am really, really really excited about that uh, now uh, one of the things that has helped us a lot especially myself is that they do allow motorcycles to move you cannot have a passenger on the motorcycle but they do allow motorcycles to move and uh, so because of that I, I have a motorcycle uh, that was uh, donated to us by one of the uh, one of our supporting churches in the states and uh, they uh, I use that motorcycle like I said I was able to go disciple that person this morning, I'm able to come into my office uh, and uh, record these podcasts. I'm able to visit people, talk to people, as well as just do uh, normal shopping uh, for our family because we can't. Uh, my my wife, as you know, her her knee has been bothering her, and she's not able to walk and and uh, get around very much. And so uh, we've had. I've, I usually go into town, and I was telling somebody this morning that all of my life I've never been a backpack person. And I uh, just never have. I've always carried a briefcase, and i uh, never been one to carry a backpack. And uh, but when uh, our fellow missionary, Brother Thomas Irvin, uh, came over and uh, showed me a particular type of backpack that he has, and it was I was just really sold on. it. It's a very expensive backpack, by the way. But anyway, it was uh, uh, so I said, you know that That could be useful. You know, when we go out in the villages and things like that, you know, carrying my Bible and stuff, and not having to tie a, you know, a brief case on the back of my vehicle. So I bought one, and I'm so glad that I did because uh, that thing, I've been using that backpack every single day, uh, getting food to people and, and uh, carrying my Bible, carrying notes, carrying whatever uh, I need to carry and uh, to keep the ministry operating, keep the ministry going. And uh, so, uh, so that's been a blessing. And uh, the other thing that they allow to continue to move is uh, trucks. Uh, because trucks have to be able to continue to bring th- supplies and stuff to the towns and the, the supermarkets and things like that so that people can get their foodstuffs uh, in town. And so trucks are able to move. And as you know, if you've been keeping track of our ministry, we have a ministry truck. Uh, we call it the VMAM truck, the village ministry uh, and a, uh, an assistance ministry truck uh, that we use to go to the villages uh, during times when we're not locked down. Usually we're in a different village every Single uh, week, and uh, we just simply go out, and uh, I've converted the truck so that you know we inside has beds or cots that uh, fold up or fold down from the side of the truck, and uh, and then. Uh, Once we're not when we're not sleeping in there, we can put the beds up, and we use it for transporting sound equipment, uh, chairs, tents, food, whatever it is that we need for whatever we're doing in that particular village. But since that has been the case, I've been able to use that truck so that we're able to continue to keep contact uh, with our pastors and churches up in the northeast Uh, because of the uh, the law about not being able to cross district lines. I can't uh, cross a district line in a motorcycle. I cannot cross. A district line by walking, I cannot cross a district line in a private vehicle or public transport but I can cross it in a truck. And uh, so we're in the process. Uh, We're doing a building project up there. And uh, so I'm able to take building supplies in the truck. I'm able to take food supplies for the pastors up there, and I'm able to cross the district lines and uh, be able to uh, take the bypass around the capital city. Uh, I don't like to go through the capital city just because they are literally arresting everybody for any reason. So just take the bypass around Kampala and uh, head up to... uh, uh, Calido, where we have our ministries up there and able to check in on the pastors and and uh, just be able to visit with them. Again, we're able to use the motorcycle. I carry the motorcycle in the truck, and uh, that way we're able to get up there, visit pastors, encourage them, bring food to them, do everything we can uh, to be a help and encouragement to them. And uh, so those are some blessings in amongst uh, the thing now for my family, my wife and kids, uh, unfortunately, they have to stay in the house. They, they, they don't get out very much. sometimes my son or daughter will uh, walk you know over to their aunt's house and, and visit her for a little bit. but uh, so they've kind of been stuck in there but uh, with the motorcycle and with the truck I'm able to move around be able to get some things done uh, and I uh, have not been able to drive my vehicle now for about four weeks. And uh, so we keep having to start it up to make sure the battery stays charged and, and all of that. So I said all that to say this, not to get you to feel sorry for us, but to get you to pray for us, pray for our people, pray for our pastors and uh, pray for the situation here uh, because it, it, it is, and, and, uh, and look at these prayer requests again that we read. He says that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified. And uh, more than ever, as, as we call this program Always Abounding, I believe, that when he says always abounding, always abounding even means during the times of lockdown. And I hope and pray that that never happens again in the United States of America. But if you're listening from the, from the United States or you're listening from another country, uh, it very well could take place again. And uh, just because we're in a lockdown and just because uh, we have restrictions uh, does not give us an excuse to not always abound. He says, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And uh, so whether we're in a lockdown or whether we're not in a lockdown, uh, we need to be looking for opportunities to always abound. So pray that God's will have free course. Pray that our people stay excited and encouraged. Pray for our leadership as our leadership uh, does their best to visit people and talk with people and encourage people and, and uh, so that uh, when we come back after the lockdown, we're able to meet together again. Uh, we're able to have all of our people come back and uh, not lose anybody. And then in verse number two, it says, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men for all men have not faith. And, uh, you know, the Bible tells us that we need to honor and we need to respect those in authority. Uh, but I have seen, and I'm sure that you have seen, not just in the United States, uh, but here in Uganda, around the world, uh, governments have, in many cases, uh, put stipulations and mandates that are unreasonable And, uh, and, and the Bible says they're unreasonable. Many of them are wicked and, uh, they don't have faith. They don't have a belief system. They don't have a, you know, even, even the president here made the statement from his, uh, you know, when he put the lockdown in. he says, you don't have to be in church, you know, God is everywhere and you can just, uh, you know, you don't have to meet together. And, and that just shows that he doesn't understand the word of God because he doesn't have faith. The Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the, the manner of some is. And, uh, and so we're, we're living in a world where we've got wicked leaders. We've got people that don't have faith. They don't understand the word of God. And because of that, the requirements and the regulations and all these things uh, many times uh, become unreasonable and uh, whereby they let uh, a certain group meet, but they don't let churches meet or or they let a certain group of, of people to congregate together, but churches can't congregate together. And so it's just it's unreasonable. And uh, and anyone who, and, and, and again, you, you, you sit down and talk with anybody about this uh, this COVID situation and all the different things going on with COVID, and you get all different kinds of opinions. You get all kinds of conspiracies and all this kind of stuff. And and I'm not going to talk about that today. You can believe what you believe. I'll believe what I believe. Uh, but I just believe with all of my heart uh, that this past year and a half has been an all-out attack on God's people. I believe that with all of my heart heart. You cannot convince me otherwise. I believe it has been an attack on God's people because you look at all and, and just think reasonably. You think with with the understanding and knowledge that we have of this virus, and we think of the understanding and knowledge that we have of immunity and, and all these different things uh, that are out there. Uh, there is a effort for governments to consolidate control and uh, and to consolidate control over their people to cause their people to live in fear and cause their people to live in such a way that, uh, that, they, that they look to government for the answer. And, uh, you know, the, the, the very same president that said, you know, we must um, you know, you know, we can worship God anywhere uh, is the same president that, you know, says that uh, we need to pray to God, that God would deliver us from this. And, and, and that's true. What he said is true. But understanding that we are God's people, we're God's children. God has given us mandates that we must be in obedience to. God has given us mandates that we must follow. And uh, if we don't follow those mandates, uh, then uh, we're going to be accountable to God. And, uh, and I don't want to stand before God one day having had more of a fear of man uh, than I did of fear of God. And so uh, just pray for us. Pray. And, and it's not just America, Uganda. It's, it's other countries in Africa that are going through the same thing. I've read some reports of things happening in Sierra Leone, uh, things happening in Tanzania, uh, things happening down in Zimbabwe. And uh, so it's, it's happening in different parts of the world. It just seems like Uh, There's been this uh, new desire to, to lock down countries and uh, put people in control. And so just pray for us. Uh, pray that we can respect and honor authority in the way that God intended us for to do, in the way that God commanded us to do, but also pray that God gives us wisdom to understand when it is right for us to uh, follow and obey the authority and the mandates of the Lord Jesus Christ, because He is a higher mandate. He is a higher supreme God, and we must follow Him. Uh, the Bible says in the book of Acts, when Peter and the apostles were standing before the the religious leaders, we ought to obey God rather than man. And uh, so pray for us. Pray that the word of the Lord will have free course. Pray that the ministries will continue. And uh, pray just as Paul prayed uh, that we would be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men for all men have not faith. And uh, I have encouraged our people. I said, listen, I know uh, that there's people out there that are extorting. I know there's people out there that uh, are doing wrong. I said, but listen, God says we need to respect authority. We need to respect the police. We need to respect uh, the members of parliament. We need to respect the president. Uh, All of these things we need to do. But in doing that, make sure that you understand that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is the supreme ruler and he has the supreme mandate and uh, we must obey God rather than man when it comes to a conflict uh, between uh, what God wants us to do and what government wants us to do. And so I just asked, and this has kind of been a different uh, podcast here, but I just really felt that I, I wanted to bring our listeners up to date as far as what is going on and uh, bring our listeners up to date as far as what is happening uh, in the country here with missionaries. We've had, uh, and, and again, please don't get me wrong. Uh, I believe COVID is a very real thing. I, I believe I'm not a COVID denier by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, I just think that our response to it has been a bit unreasonable. And, uh, and, I, and I think that uh, we're, we are, uh, the solutions to the problem have become worse than the problem itself. And, uh, but we've had, we've had a, a missionary uh, an independent Baptist missionary here in Uganda that passed away a couple weeks ago from complications due to COVID. Uh, we've had other missionaries that have contacted COVID. And, uh, and so it's a very real thing. And we need to pray for each other and, and pray that uh, that if we do get it, that uh, we recover from that. We need to pray for protection. Uh, but in all of this, in all of this, whether through sickness, through persecution, through suffering, through whatever it is that we're going through, uh, may the word of God have free course and may we always be abounding in the work of the Lord. We've got to always abound. We can't stop. We can't allow a virus. We can't allow a lockdown. We can't allow any of these things to stop us from always abounding in the work of the Lord. Think about think about Paul writing this book. I mean, they're under Roman rule. They're under a time when the emperors were considered gods. And if you didn't worship the emperor, if you didn't worship Caesar, uh, you were thrown in prison. You were beheaded. You were Put to the lions. I mean, this was not an easy time that Paul was living in, and yet Paul said, hey, even in this time period, you need to be always abounding in the work of the Lord, looking for opportunities. No, we may not be able to do it uh, the way that we've always been doing it, but there is a way even through lockdown, there's a way even through these mandates that we can still serve the Lord, we can still be faithful to Him, we can still reach souls with the gospel of Jesus Christ, we can still baptize new converts, we can still disciple, and we can still encourage people in the Lord. And uh, so thank you so much for tuning in today, and and let me just remind you, if you have not yet subscribed to our podcast, uh, our podcast is on several platforms uh, wherever you uh, listen or get a hold of podcasts, I would encourage you to uh, subscribe. Thank you for those of you that have uh, texted me, letting me know that you're listening and and uh, even had one listener the other day say, hey, I am now a loyal fan of your podcast. And uh, I appreciate that. That's an encouragement to me. And uh, thank you for your prayers. Thank you for serving the Lord wherever you might be listening from. And, and I hope and pray uh, that this podcast continues to always encourage you to always abound in the work of the Lord. Well, God bless you so much. Thank you so much for your prayers. Thank you so much for those of you that are supporting our ministry. Thank you so much for your faithful support. Uh, without your prayers and support, we would not be able to do the work that God has called us to do here in Uganda. Pray for our country. Pray for our people. Pray for our pastors. Pray for our leadership. Uh, just keep praying for us. We we really, 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 especially during this time, really need your prayers. The, uh, the lockdown is going to be going up. The current lockdown is going up until the uh, last day, or I think it's the 30th of July. And uh, so really, really pray that God uh, helps us during this time and uh, gives us the encouragement that we need, gives us the grace that we need to be able to continue on. God bless you so much. Thank you for tuning in. And once again, let me encourage you. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, 58, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. God bless you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful day in the Lord. We want to thank you for listening today. We trust that this podcast was an encouragement to you to always abound in the work of the Lord. For more information about your host or simply contact us, visit kstensisfamily.com.